Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, friends. It is Friday, March 2. No, it's Friday, March 3. And we're dancing here in VP Studios. I'm here with Frankie. I'm here with Francesca. I'm here with Gino. Boy, do I and, love Fridays. <laughs> and Mama Andrea is actually in the studio with us, just sort of mama bear in the whole thing. And we're playing with extra buttons on the machine. <laughs> so uh, we are glad that you have joined us this week. Thank you so much. So I got to ask you guys. Um, would you recommend being on the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast? Oh, yeah, it's for... so fun. I yes. could do it every week. This is so fun. You could do it every week? Yeah, oh. seriously. Oh. Well, Pat, I want to borrow your equipment so I can make next <laughs> next football season a football podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you ever need to borrow the equipment, just let us know, and uh, we'll tune in to your football podcast. <laughs> Um, Frankie, what would you say to somebody uh, who maybe is contemplating being on the podcast? Maybe they've been asked and they're not sure they want to do it. Well, what I would tell them, uh, you know, I I think I'm in front of people all the time and even something like this can make you a little bit nervous. What mm-hmm. I would say, uh, what's comforting, let me comfort you, uh, listener, who's thinking, contemplating, maybe considering is that um, – you will have a host. You will have a guide. Like in this case, Dwight and O'Kim's done one with my wife, Andrea. And they Sorry. will lead you and um, kind of walk you through it. And, um, you know, you're not alone. And it's kind of nice to know. And then um, if there is a hiccup, I'm sure they can delete it. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a few <laughs> before it's over. <laughs> so, not that kind of hiccup. <laughs> But good enough. I don't know what you're talking about. These have been flawless. Oh, they have been. Oh, we've yeah. been good. Yeah. But anyways, I'll have to say, like, you might worry about, oh, I stammered. I, I, right. you know, I just couldn't get it out. And all right, well, we can cut that part and start over. So right. it's it's not live. So you'll be okay. Yep. That's what I want to encourage you. And if you say something weird, oh, shoot. I was just going to make a comedic moment. And do I it. Had Redo thing. it. See, let's if you say it. something weird, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a record scratch. There you go. Um, so, well, good. Well, thanks again for joining us and for taking a risk, for doing something different. And when I asked you guys ahead of time, like, how do you feel about this? You're like, I don't know. Oh, it's so fun. I could stay in here for hours on end. Yeah. And I you, don't know about look... that. I would, I'd need to miss the race on today. So. Oh, no. right. <laughs> what race that. is that, Gino? What was this again? What race? Like the NASCAR. Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. You're going to watch NASCAR later today? It's on 3 o'clock. No. Oh, it's at 3 o'clock. Yeah, but oh. not on Friday. Yeah, it's not on today. It was on Sunday when we are um, recording. 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 Right. <laughs> so, gotcha. Well, uh, this is our last Bible reading passage for the day. It is out of Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 to 34. And I'm going to read this for us, and then we'll talk about it. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him and he asked them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. 
Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, will it be done for you? And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him all over that region. While they were going out, a man who was demon-possessed and could not talk was brought to Jesus. And when the demon was driven out, the man who had been mute spoke. The crowd was amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees says, said, It's by the prince of demons that he drives out demons. Wow. Why do you think they would say that? Blast. Talk about blasphemy. <laughs> blasphemy? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What? I mean, here Jesus was doing miracles, and they said uh, he's using demons to make those miracles happen. And whatever happened to faith? Right on. Yeah. So what what jumps out in this passage to you, Francesca? Well, you know, when he told the guys not to go out, and I just went out and told everybody? Yes. How about we share what we would do? Well, what do you think you would do? I would probably be afraid to disobey Jesus. I would wonder what would happen. So I probably would not tell anybody. But wouldn't you feel like you wanted to tell people? I would want to, but I'd probably... Be like, oh boy, just told me not to. I'm not uh, to. Okay, I well, good for you. I, I could nick, ex, what do you, exclaim, no, um, keep in the excitement. Yeah. So, I'd probably, I'd probably do what they did. Mm, you'd be so excited that you'd kind of be like, I can't help it, I gotta yeah, talk about I'm this. Like, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> So here's here's an interesting question. Why do you think Jesus told them not to tell anybody? I mean, Pharisees. why? Yeah, but but why? Like, why? If if God did this beautiful miracle and healed this mute person and this demon possessed person, and it's like Dad said earlier this week, he speaks in riddles. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I, you know, I I think what's interesting is and to. Francesco's comment. Sometimes it feels like that. Like, what's he saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like, just say it plain. And mm-hmm. uh, I said that earlier this week in the podcast. But um, what's what's interesting is some would say, I guess, um, from some of the reading I was doing, some would say that because I asked the same question, like, okay, why would he tell them not to tell anybody? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, wouldn't he want them to know? And then so, I guess so. Some some theologians would say that. Um, it wasn't his time yet, mm. you know, um, but others would say that was, that's exactly what he wanted to do by telling, by telling them, don't say anything. He knew they were going to go out and say something. That's exactly Reverse what he psychology. wanted. So, totally. Yeah. yeah. So that was just two. Now there might be more commentary on there, but yeah. I thought that was interesting uh, and it kind of helped me kind of work my way through it. Right. I think there's a really practical reason at times why, why he said, don't tell anybody as well. Cause the more popular Jesus got, the harder it was for him to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. So for him just to have enough privacy and enough physical space to like move from point A to point B, um, it, he had to say, you know, don't don't blab this to everybody because, yeah, because once you do, everybody's just going to come out and they're going to come after me. You know, they're, they're going to want their own healing, you know. And, mm-hmm. and just so, about that healing about how God's, just about that healing how God's omnipotent and all powerful. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And people are attracted to that. So every once in a while, Jesus. Like I said earlier, he's um, we're drawn to him. Yep. But the but the woman at the well, um, after he sort of read her mail and said, "Yeah, you're not married. You've had five husbands," and yada yada, he he just um, and then he reveals to her that he is the Messiah, and then she says, "I'm going to go tell everybody," and he (laughs) says, "Great." You know, so it it really is situational. Like um, that was maybe earlier on in his ministry and maybe they were moving on to another town. So he, so he knew that once she talked about it, they'd be gone. Uh, it's hard to say. Um, some people call it the messianic secret. That's right. You know? Mm-hmm. So do you, well, know, do you have something you want to throw in there? You were raising your hand. Yeah. Something I'm going to compare it. Um, us being attracted to other than, uh, Jem is he's kind of like a, we're kind of like paper clips and he's kind of like a, what do you call it? A magnet. And mm-hmm. we're, I mean, just, no, that's we're a... going to be attracted. I mean, we barely have a choice cause. Cause he is who he is. He's sudden in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Sun in the summer. Sun in the summer. <laughs> it's warm. You want to get near. Hey, it only takes a spark to get the fire going. And soon all those around will warm, warm up, up to, to its, its glowing. glowing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, Frank. Uh, yeah, I feel, feel I'm feeling Gino. I'm just saying I know where he's coming from. <laughs> right. I'm, reading his, I'm reading his mail. Right. All right. So I highlighted in this passage, according to your faith. It says, then he touched their eyes and he said, according to your faith, will it be done for you? Mm. And their sight was restored. Almost in every passage that we've read this week, Jesus has commented on their faith, right? Uh, what, what do you guys make of that? It's kind of mm. like when um, um, yesterday he said, take heart, daughter, your faith has healed you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, um, and it's funny because we haven't talked a lot about that in this segment. Uh, this week mm-hmm. um, about the faith piece um, and him saying it's, you know, it's because of your faith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think what I take from that is, is, you know, it's a simple, that childlike faith in him. Faith like a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Hey, I, I know you can do this. Mm-hmm. And even that, even in this passage, they said, um, didn't they call him son of David, which was, um, by calling him that, they were calling him the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like saying, "We know you are who you say you are." Yep. And that—that's. I think it's that simple faith to me that makes sense. It resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And there may be some deeper stuff there with others, but um, you know, that's one of my takeaways. Is just a yeah. simple faith. Yep. You are who you say you are. Yeah. So, Frank, your two children are sitting right here next to you. Mm. Give me one or two images of what faith like a child looks like, just as a dad. Mm, this is going to be fun to hear. Yeah, no, it's great. Well, you know, I, I'm not thinking of any specific moment, but what I do know is um, whether it's Francesca or Gino, um, in any situation, um, you know, we could be in play, um, having a good time, you know, let's say it's climbing the tree, so to snake, and they're mm-hmm. on the branch and you say, jump, mm-hmm. I'll catch you. Yeah. They're going to jump. Yeah. 
there's not going to be even a hesitation. Right. They're just going to fling themselves off of there. <laughs> right. Uh, and so um, if it's a trampoline and they look at it and they see a kid bouncing and they just kind of look at you, we were at that trampoline park, uh, Urban Air. Yeah. And uh, there was kind of this wide eye saucer look like, oh, my goodness. And they look at you and say, you got this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yep, I do. And they just go for it. And so unflinching, un, you know, just this launching themselves, going for it type of mentality that it, that a kid has. Because if the dad says it, right, if if the father says it, mm. well, then for sure. I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm good. Right. I love it. Yeah, Tino. Another thing that I... Another thing that I think he's trying to point out and say is children, me and dad had, me and dad and mom and Francesca had this conversation um, probably about a year ago, but children are, it's easy for them to believe things. If you, I mean, if you say some like if you say mo microphones are mostly made in China, I'm probably gonna believe you. <laughs> I mean they might be. If they're plastic, they might be. <laughs> Great example, Gino. Yes, that if you tell a kid something, most likely they're going to believe you, right? Because mm-hmm. they're trusting. Like, do you trust your mom and dad? Yeah. Yeah, because you know they love you and you, they, you know they're going to take care of you. Unless it's something like there's no water on this earth. <laughs> that th- That's kind of... Uh, it's pretty far out there. I know. That's probably, yeah. You yeah. probably wouldn't believe that. Well, so I, I think that's probably a great... There's a commercial, oh. if you've seen it. You know the Jesus commercials, if you've seen them? There's one that ha- that says, like, have faith like a child. So, Really? If you've seen it, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. I, I think Gino made, you know, a good comment. Um, this idea that um, when you tell a kid a story when they're little, they're going to... It's it, It's easier for them to to believe you mm-hmm. uh, when it's a father who loves you, a mother who loves you and you take the time and you tell them the story, they're going to believe you. And so I think it's that simple as well. Mm-hmm. That's why kids believe in unicorns. Right. <laughs> well, I think it was pastor Kevin a couple of weeks ago said just real practical, very simple. He's like, Hey, tell your kids about Jesus when they're little, mm-hmm. because when kids are little, they believe just about everything that their parents tell them. Right. I- so what, what a great, way a great time to start believing but it's also a great reminder for us old farts sorry i'll delete that later nah that one you can stay in (laughs) (laughs) but it's a reminder to us that jesus wants us to be like them Mm -hmm. you know he wants us to have that kind of trust and that kind of faith Uh, so which is difficult for us, right? It like is. It's not yeah. easy. As we overthink. Adult. We oh, overanalyze. Mm-hmm. The old farts overanalyze. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> adults can say that word, but kids can't. Hey, I, I, I really like that. Hit the rewind button. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, hey, I think we're going to wrap this one up. 
Thank you, Marietta family, so much for being part of this. And I know that our listeners will enjoy uh, listening to this, and it'll build their faith. You might see me again on this thing. I like it so much. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure if you guys hang around VP for much longer, I'm sure it'll come back around. All right. God bless you all, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.